You know, as I speak, I'm looking at my bookcase and I'm estimating there are probably 60, maybe 70 books about leadership, specifically different models for leading. So you may ask, does the world need another leadership model? Well, Joyce and I think that it does. And today we're gonna to talk about a model that was created by Joyce based on her lifetime of business observations and what distinguishes great leaders from the pack. Uh, and I love the title, Fully Human Leadership. Uh, and what that means is it's about being fully human, flaws and all. Uh, and given the world that we live in today, this new model of leadership is required, demanded by today's workforce. So uh, let's get going. Come in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey everybody, come on in, hey. grab a snack. I myself had popcorn for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and for those, I think people that are regular listeners know that that it is the perfect comfort food and one of your favorite food selections. Yes, it is. I do draw the line at eating red licorice for breakfast, but yeah, I can I, have it for lunch. Can I, you know, remember uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how much we love peanut butter, but some of the challenges. Yeah. Like the day after we talked about that, I got a big smear of peanut butter on my uh, sweatshirt. So I'm like, ah. okay, here. love it. But, you know, well, I find the same is true of popcorn. I hate it when kernels get stuck in my teeth and it happens every single time. I have heard more people say that and I say, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. We can make a seedless orange. Can't we make kind of a... A popcorn? Oh, dream on. Thank you. It'd be made out of foam. Some kind yeah, of... Yeah, it'd be mush. Foam. Stop it. I uh, will. So, we digress. In, we do digress <laughs> online. I mean, for the world to hear. Uh, I want to just um, express our gratitude for the uh, ODN for creating that model for organizational development. It makes the invisible visible and shows just how big and multifaceted organizational development work is. And um, We'd love to hear from people about what was said and where, and get the model, people, get the model to hear your reaction to that. So shifting from that model, I thought of um, a leadership model that I was developing for to publish in 2020, sort of like you're going to need new glasses, new eyes to see what's needed. And because of all kinds of things, I had to dedicate my work more to family than to leadership in OD. But I would like us to begin to share this model and have input from people about what they would add or what they would take out. So co-creating, beginning to co-create, and I would love to hear from people. Um, I'll read the introduction to what I wrote and see how that resonates with you, okay? Yeah. Okay, because I, I, I don't want to bore you with written word. Oh, never. The old Just do it, do it with expression, remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. 
The old patterns for organization and work need refreshment. We want agile leaders, but the entire business has to move easily and freely to adapt. Modern leaders will have to be different. I worked with over 25 CEOs in my role as EVP of the Delays Group as a colleague and a support for their development. <laughs> I experienced many styles and strengths and blind spots of power too. These leaders evolved from previous generations, the previous generation of leaders, but the modern leader must skip a generation of leadership learning and leap into leading, learning while they're flying through the air. There. Wow. See how bored so, you got when I read? <laughs> no, no. Now you know that I've read that and heard it more than a few times. So, yes. you know, what, what strikes me is, number one, uh, as much as the ODN uh, competency model was a great framework uh, to look at the OD position, I think this is very similar. And when I say similar... Uh, when you look at what is needed in the world, and it doesn't matter whether it's a private company, whether it's, you know, a nonprofit, whether it's a government, um, I would say this is a universal model that is so needed in the world today. Um, and I'll just add one other uh, point. I, so what, what does this have to do with being an OD practitioner? And as I look at your model, I see the same needs for we OD practitioners. There isn't one that I'd say, well, okay, that's more in the realm of leaders. No. So I think it's, it's much like the OD framework, ODN framework. I think it gives us as OD leaders uh, a model to, to assess our, ourselves and aspire to. Good, <laughs> is my reaction. <laughs> See, sometimes I don't use too many words. Um, I don't, I'm going to just name the 16 C's. Remember, this is all can be edited with your out input out there. So, by the way, I like that. I like that uh, making this kind of a collaborative uh, effort. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I think it'll be better. And it's yeah. pretty al already pretty good. And uh, yes, and that would be an OD approach. Yeah. And I'm thinking about uh, we helped a, a CEO create a vision with almost 2,500 people over three to four months. And I'm thinking of another leader who went off and struggled for three days to write his own vision and then came out and it was dead as a doornail because it had no vitality of co-creation. It's messier. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So here are the elements in it, because we keep talking about it. And uh, how is our time? Our time is great. Let it okay. rip. I'm not going to. OK. I, we may not get through. I, I, I hate to just say the title, but one, uh, one of them. I, say Yeah, say the title, and then, you know, uh, Ad lib in terms of what it means to you as you had written it three years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One, no more than two declarative sentences. Okay. By the way, many things that I develop start with C. For some reason, I always start with C. Okay, clarity. The leader has to create a sharp edge. 
to the direction you're going and cut away everything else from that directional edge. And it needs to be sharp. And it's not just market or that, it's also about the clarity of the values. And the sharp edge sometimes hurts. So you've got to be willing to take action that's um, painful or dangerous, but mostly clarity, clarity, clarity. We're, we're, the world is dying for some clarity. Think of the pandemic, clarity. Connecting, uh, the modern leader is the ultimate connector for aligning associates and connecting the customer with the experience that they want in buying. So connecting, connecting, connecting across, um, not working through old connections, but making new connections. This one is, gets a lot of um, press time, collaborative. Um, there will be more groups, more projects, more partnerships, and there will be a blurred line between in the company and outside of the company. Um, it's, a, it's a tricky skill because when does the leader have to say, I'm, I'm drawing the outlines of this being clear, now have at it. And when to intervene and say, you've lost the clarity for the collaboration. Can I be your color person as we go through this? Yes. Okay, that means I, I add hopefully uh, something that uh, helps kind of connect the dots. If, if I look at uh, clarity, typically, um, you know, that's, I'm clear about where we're going. I, I'm confident and here's where we're going. And, you, and how does that bump into collaborative? And Bob Johansson uh, in his book, Full Spectrum Thinking, he mentions clarity as well. Clarity about the end game, who we want to be, right. where we're going, and totally open to how we get there. And I look at collaboratives as one brick in the wall uh, of, of drawing people in uh, to, to co-create how we're going to do what he has set or she I have has set. A, a model for that. So, I mean, a drawing, but I, I'm not going to try to explain it with words. Um, oh. Here's a funny one because there's an assumption, but here's it's capable modern leaders need to prove their worth and the followers or the people need to know that their effort is given to somebody who's capable. And when there isn't capability at the top, it, there is so much waste, mm. not only about talking about the person, but there's a waste in time and correcting when there's in uh, incompetence. So anyhow, control light, the demand for clarity will allow a form of a different kind of control, just like you just said. Sharp clarity on goals and freedom to find the way to achieve them. So control light, conflict comfortable. Hmm. Because in this chaotic world, we're going to bump into each other. And you've got to be able to turn it into a positive direction. Um, casual and companionable. That's what's wanted right now. That's what draws people, um, will draw people back to the office. And because they certainly have gotten casual, maybe not so companionable, we need to work on that. Culturally, <laughs> culturally adept. And we're going to dig deeper, deeper into this. But basically, it means we need every bit of talent we can get. And we don't care about what form it comes in at all. 
it's the, is the talent is the guide. And of course, the creative, <clears throat> giving a lot more leeway and a lot more patience for creativity to emerge. I'm losing my voice. Commanding. Given the chaotic, speedy environment, we need um, a moment where without authority, there is a commander. Without structural mm. authority, you can take command of a situation when it's needed. Um, as I have here, and I hate that I ha I'm reading this, um, it may be inspiration to galvanize the company, but the presence of the leader needs to be strong and able to be modulated to the circumstances. <laughs> I feel like I'm teaching a class. <laughs> You're doing fine, Joyce. You're on a roll. I want to break the, the group up and say, now go talk about those and come back. Um, <laughs> watch our time, because I don't think we should go through each of these. <clears throat> You've got I plenty like, of time, Joyce. I like this one. This one makes me laugh. Clever. Yeah. Clever. <laughs> the new generation in the workforce is clever. They respect clever and they want it in a leader. Clever means this is what I like. Literally means quick to understand, learn, and devise or apply ideas. Hello, clever. Yeah, that's is great. That, uh, yeah, I, I think it is too. <laughs> I'm not sure as much <laughs> others. Um, I talk about it being a conductor of change. And you know, a lot of times you see the OD ads for uh, jobs, it's ch ch jo uh, managing change. Yeah. Um, gosh. How to make it not, so, how to make the change and the need for it clear and not disruptive and able to shift as well. So it's more like literally an orchestra conductor. You've got all these sections and you, you want to shift them around and knowing, being competent, I guess I would say, in managing change or envisioning change. Constant, uh, the constancy of the modern leader will be an important element to keep the company steady in confused seas. That doesn't mean you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it means a steady hand on the rudder and constantly guiding through abrupt turns. It means the leader must be exceedingly grounded in the core of the business. And um, I I'm thinking of a CEO that I would go in with cluttery ideas <laughs> or I'd come in and start to discuss something I had set up and no longer want to do because I'm scared. And <laughs> they just, you know, hand on the rudder, just keep going straight. And it was a great comfort to say, even in this chaos, it, it's okay because I've got my hand on the rudder and I would leave yeah. brave enough to do the work. Character proof. We've had it. We've had it with... Um, disillusionment with the character of leaders and it makes the associates disengaged and slightly depressed uh, yeah. because of the low energy due to disillusion and if in this confused seas as an associate you want that steady hand on the rudder you want to follow um that means you have to have a good reputation in and out of the company and a moral awareness that guides work and a self-awareness of personal impact. There's a sentence. 
Yeah. Yeah. And this one is starting to be talked about by um, the OD network, which is courage. I think they have a workshop going on now. Um, most leaders want the job and they've learned to live with the pressure of constant ob observation. And they've learned how to make big, big mistakes. <laughs> In fact, a wonderful workshop was when I had all the top leaders share their biggest, ugliest mistakes. Um, <laughs> but they have to have guts, guts to yeah. do all of the above. And, and um, being able to stand for what you say. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it, there's, uh, and this is a B word, so I know I'm violating the, the norm of using C's. I, I, I see a, a vulnerability being an element of that, being vulnerable, you know, putting yourself out there, stretching. Oh, the courage to be a person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you think we're too courageous? <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak for you. I think uh, you're more than courageous. I think sometimes... It's Crazy. a stretch for me, which, Crazy. which, quite honestly, what I I know we've got at least one or two more to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to force you. How about compassionate? I don't think you've done that one yet. Is it even in there? It's in mine. So maybe I got a draft that you knocked it out. <laughs> well, why but not I, read that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so compassionate. I almost left this factor out. I didn't read that. <laughs> uh, maybe you took it out after the fact, but I'll read. Mm -hmm. I almost left this factor out because compassion has become so trendy. So is kindness. Then again, it's needed. So uh, to me, oh the, my the, gosh, I, yeah, you're brilliant. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's empathy that's big, <laughs> really big. Um, and boy, that takes, huh? I, oh, I'm going to, I know what. Here's empathy done poorly. My husband was in the hospital before his death for three days. And um, I had a chaplain that was just determined to come in and comfort me. I could see her enjoying herself being compassionate. Mm. She did not read what I wanted. I did not want my back rubbed by somebody I didn't know. I didn't want to be distracted. She kept saying, I'm here to offer a prayer. I'm here to offer a prayer. Finally, I said, I really know how to pray. So when prayer is needed, I can do it. Now, yeah. Her work is important. She didn't read her audience at all. So yeah. while doing compassion, she wasn't compassionate to me. And then uh, the next. By the way, there there is a nugget. Yeah. Um, you know, being trying to be compassionate while not being compassionate at all. Um, there's an element of when I think about uh, empathy. And when I think about uh, this, I think uh, totally in step, in alignment with the needs of the other person. Yes. And I'm not trying to fix it and not trying to make it anything other than what it is. Right. It was her need. It was her need to rub my Yes. Back. Yes. 
every single time she came in, which was not too often. Um, and also it indicated to me, oh, I must have called her and said, this one's going to die. Well, you know what? You, I have to tell I was one more. Okay, you tell one more and then we're going to start closing. Okay. When my husband did die, um, the doctor had to come in to pronounce that he was dead and at what time. Then he stepped back and said, so tell me about this man who just died. And I went, what? I said, "It's he's David Sanford. He said, no, yeah. tell me about his life, what he liked, what he didn't like. And I said, why? For what purpose? He said, well, we here want to make sure everybody knows that dies is a real person. Yeah. I, you know how much I didn't need to do that? Yeah, that's right. That's another good example of it's my need, not right. the person who literally right. uh, I, is I in the needing position. I think both attended the same class on empathy. Anyhow. So you know, what you, you know what you just did that I think is brilliant? You have set the table. So what are we going to be doing over the next couple of weeks? We're going to actually break these down and go into them and give real examples when done well and real examples when not done well. Um, and is this, is there a name for this leadership model? Oh, I have changed it many a time. What does yours say? Mine says fully human leadership. What does yours say? I, I, I love that. My, my mind just says uh, being not doing. Oh, uh, yes, 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 being, yes, yes. Being not doing very different leadership skills for a very different time. But I think what what people just experienced in your sharing uh, is we're going to bring these to life. Yes, and eliminate some because you yep. don't, when you are focusing on development, you, you have to do the green growing edge and have to assume that some other things are already in place. There's a different empathy. Uh, emphasis. There is no one leadership model, people. No, and will never be. No. So come play. Yeah. I need your input. Yeah. You can tell that I do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> and wherever you listen to this website, at least on most of them, there's, uh, there's an area where you can contact us and uh, we want to hear from you. And I, I, let's be serious about this. We want this. Well, I would love to uh, make this um, work. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm excited. Me too. I love to work with thousands of people. (laughs) (laughs) It's messy, but it's good. Come on in. Grab a snack. Have popcorn for breakfast. So fully uh, human leadership. Right. Uh, I love that title. Good. I know it'll probably change uh, in the course of the next few weeks, but it, it it really captures uh, not only the essence of this model, but quite frankly, the challenge. As I'm, I, as I'm going down and listening to you, I'm like, eh, good, not so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, so I think it's a great, uh, and, and ultimately, whatever model we end up with, we'll, we'll create an assessment, right? Right, and then we'll change the model. <laughs> and then we'll change the model and the assessment will be thrown out the window. Okay. Every once in a while, I'm a cynic. <laughs> love to everybody. So jo- I love, love in this time of hate. Yep. Do you have any like drop mic uh, closing for today? I almost want to say teach with 
uh, gentleness. Yeah. We are barging around in the world, bumping into each other harshly. Um, tread softly and deeply. Yeah. You and I have talked the last few weeks about needing respite mm -hmm. um, because of our situations. The world, mm -hmm. every organization needs a respite, a place where they can or Yes, or change, change yeah. for the good doesn't have to be, doesn't change within a disruptive change, which the whole world is, needs yeah. a um, fine touch. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so until the next time, we'll see you next week. Help us respond. <laughs> As I reflected on the conversation that Joyce and I had today, uh, I would describe Joyce as a fully human leader. Uh, I was amazed when I first started working with her about her um, vulnerability and willing to put herself out there and to suggest things that the world may think is crazy. Uh, but I just want to acknowledge the fact that Joyce is, in fact, a fully human leader. Uh, and speaking of which, we want to have your feedback and we'd like to co-create and collaborate uh, to actually make this model better. So uh, keep on listening and let us know what you're thinking. And our goal is to republish this at the end of our conversation. Have a great day. Until the next time, be safe.